0: It's bent news when you need to know.
1: Get bent.
0: I'm Ray Koob.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: It's a hello goodbye tour update, Marcus. Hello, Stevie Nicks doing a solo tour?
1: I think that's great news. She still loves performing. She still sounds great. And if you notice the tour dates, they're in chunks or segments where she's doing short legs in the spring, in the summer, and right, in the All right, buddy, fall. you
0: mentioned chunks and Stevie Nicks and short legs all in two sentences. I'm just saying. Strictly tour dates, I swear. <laughs> Yeah, um, a few dates and then a few more in June and then September. So it's kind of like dribs and drabs versus a big old tour. But still, Stevie getting out there and swirling for the fans.
1: I bet we get a few more dates added in the next few weeks.
0: I'm not taking that bet. And a band that's been here and gone and come back and left again says this is it. The B-52s announcing their final tour this year.
1: That show is going to be a party. They have the Tubes opening up, then they have Casey and the Sunshine Band, and then the B-52s. It is going to be pure chaos. A tour I recommend.
0: Tickets on sale today, April 29, 2022, at the B-52s website. The tour, starting in Seattle in August and running into the fall. Find your local tour date and go, because they won't be coming back. Here's one we didn't see coming, Marcus. Richard Patrick revealing that he's going to be working with Ben Gross as the producer and mixer for some new filter music.
1: I like Richard Patrick. He's an interesting cat, super talented musician, and I remember being smacked upside the head with their debut album, and they've continued to do it since. He's also very active politically, so I'm sure there will be a little bit of a politically active feel to his music
0: here's one from the it had to happen eventually department 39 years after its release dio's holy diver has gone double platinum that's a long time between platinum and double platinum bro
1: that is seriously a long time and i'm actually shocked by it i'm excited that it finally hit double platinum but for the amount of love ronnie james dio has gotten in the rock and roll world it's shocking that it's taken so long to hit double platinum. I was actually shocked that it should be in the four or five platinum range.
0: It hit platinum March 21st, 1989, and somewhere between here and there, music changed. The business certainly changed, right? And then on top of it, a whole generation of fans started to develop out of their parents' shadows, really. You know, Dio playing around the house, there's a lot of younger people. We're getting into Ronnie and his legacy, and I think that's good for music. I agree. Previously on the Bent News Update, Marcus, we talked about Jason Newstead's comments about a Van Halen tribute tour that he was rumored to be a part of and since then there's been a bit of a flap and he's taken some shit, i suppose which led him to basically say i may quit doing interviews which i don't know that you can do if you're an artist but i can understand his frustration after being called out over it
1: maybe a sabbatical from interviews but
0: well he didn't wait long marcus because there's a new interview in metal hammer And in that, he reveals that the reason that he ended up splitting with Metallica back when he did is because of the project that he was working on with Devin Townsend called Echo Brain. If you think about it, no solo albums for the Metallica boys. And I guess it was something that they didn't want to let happen. So that's why Newstead left. Of course, he got fat checks for the Black Album and before that, after joining the band.
1: I can understand him wanting to do his own creative output. It's a very musician thing to do. And I understand Metallica's viewpoint on that. But the reality was, is even Jason understood that Metallica was it. And this was just something else to do.
0: I guess we'll have to wait and see, Marcus, until the next time Jason gives an interview, if he ever does. Meanwhile... Gene Simmons has extended yet another invitation to Ace Frehley to join the band on stage on their big, we're finally really hanging it up tour.
1: I don't know what to say about that. I don't know if he'll do it. Who knows? We don't even know if it's really the final, 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 (laughs) final, farewell tour, or if there's still another final, 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 final farewell tour. Even the
0: reporting media sources are calling it the ongoing end of the road farewell tour so nobody really knows and you know gene's been extending the same olive branch to peter chris uh, about joining them on stage because they're feeling like it's starting to wrap up and it would be nice to have that moment when everybody could be together like getting the band back together, man.
1: <laughs> it would be nice to see all four of them play together one more time or a few more times on tour. It would be great if everybody could put aside their differences for a little bit of that for the fans who have stood by them so loyally for so long. Think of the YouTube hits, kids.
0: <laughs>
1: and Gina like the amount of cash that flows in from that as well.
0: Cash flow. Never a negative. In one way or another, in the kids' camp. Sadly, Marcus, we have to move to a list of R.I.P.s this week, starting with a band that is near and dear to your heart and mine, but especially yours, and a man who's integral to the sound of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Andrew Woolfolk passed away this week at the age of seventy-one after an illness that had persisted for years.
1: Yeah, heartbreaking. Dude played a beautiful saxophone. I am sad that so many of these musicians that were so important in my life are starting to pass away. We have these images and these memories of them from those early days, and you want those memories and those images to stay with you forever.
0: Always part of the family in earth, wind, and fire. Not many people may know the name Klaus Schultz. He was a German electronic music pioneer, but you know his influence. He was part of the band Tangerine Dream, who led the way into the uh, space rock of the era. So you may not know them or their music, but you know his influence because his role as an electronica pioneer is really the story as we lose him at age 74
1: germans did some incredible stuff with music in the 70s between tangerine dream you also had craft work you had this equipment that was coming out of germany as well that was top tier during that time and so the mix of all of that allowed a musical genius like klaus schultz to really do some incredible things that carried music forward and was definitely ahead of its time in so many ways
0: and a woman who could stir it up from an early age. Ray Styles of the Tubes passed away on April 17th at age 72. She was born Shirley McLeod in the Netherlands in 1950. Later became a model in Playboy and Penthouse.
1: I didn't know anything about her Playboy and Penthouse career before Either. any of that. Yeah. So a very beautiful woman, but her vocals really important in the sound of the Tubes.
0: That's three in one week pal that's all i'm saying rest in peace ray styles klaus schultz and andrew wolfalk time to look into the release bin at the end of may marcus i know you're looking forward to hearing the new album from coheed and cambria vaxis act two a window of the waking mind We've already heard a couple tracks on the radio from that album.
1: Yeah, Shoulders is a fantastic tune, and I'm looking forward to hearing the rest of the album. And one of the things that's really cool about Coheed and Cambria is the best way to experience them is to listen to their album from front to back all the way through. It's a great way to listen to and get their music
0: we pretty much feel that way about all of them but certain albums even more so Def Leppard's putting out a new album called Diamond Star Halos I've heard a couple tracks from it very Def Leppardish. I don't know how radio is going to react but I think the fans are going to love it when they see them in the big stadium setting
2: All night, every day And I just can't stop it And I love it that way I don't wanna kick, your head Cause you never quit,
1: quit, I got I don't want I'm looking forward to hearing the new music I like Def Leppard, I like the music that they've released over the last few decades. I think they've grown and evolved really well as a band, and it's really sad that some of their music has not gotten radio love, because it is worthy, but I hope they play one song on the tour.
0: Liam Gallagher's putting out a new album. It's called Come On, You Know, and you know his big quote about the album? It has a vibe.
1: (laughs) What kind of vibe?
0: Looking even further ahead the following week, June 3rd releases include the new one from Crowbot, aka Robot Johnson, who we've heard about because of their regional following in Pennsylvania. The new album coming out on Mascot Records is Feel This. And the drive-by truckers are going to hit us with Welcome to Club, what is that, 13? 13. Welcome to Club 13 on ATO. And yes, the Masters of Shock Rock in the new century. And the last one, too, I think. Mm -hmm. War, releasing a new album on Pit Records. That's their own label, I think. It's called The New Dark Ages, and it's always hilarious. But, Marcus, you know what I'm noticing? Uh, Their own label, uh, Pit Records aside, you know, look at what's going on with these labels that we're talking about here. ATO, which is the home of an incredible band that most people don't know called St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Uh, the Alabama Shakes and Brittany Howard Solo stuff, too, in My Morning Jacket, right? Mm-hmm. And Mascot, which has got Crowbot coming out. They've got Black Label Society and Gojira and Volbeat and Bootsy Collins, all part of what I call very eclectic indie mix. And by the way, indie rules. <laughs> That's my rant on the new release bin. Hey, Monday, we've got a fun one. We haven't done an episode of Five Favorites in a while on the podcast, and we're going to dig into our favorite American bands of the 70s. And that's the bands that we listened listen to the most in the 70s, right?
1: Yes, the American bands that we listened to the most right. because there were so many good bands from all over the place hitting you in the 70s. And so we decided to be a little more specific and talk about the American bands that we really enjoyed in that time period and that were important to us and our musical development, our musical taste development.
0: Man, you really thought about that. I think you thought about that more than you thought about what we did on the episode. I can't (laughs) wait to share with you guys out on Monday, wherever you get your podcasts, or at imbalancedhistory.com. By the way, all the episodes are there. You can find them on a lot of apps, but it's easiest to just search what you want at imbalancedhistory.com. Well, that's going to do it for this Bent News Update. I'm Ray Koo.
1: I'm Marcus Goldman.
0: When you need to know...